and welcome aboard the Walt Disney World Transportation System. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Double Dose of Disney podcast. As always, my name is Brittany and I am joined here by my sweet Genie Plus loving husband, Tony. That's me. <laughs> this week on the podcast, we are talking all about kind of a hot button issue of Genie Plus, specifically at Walt Disney World. We're going to go over what it is, how to use it, and what our experience has been in hopes that whether you are looking to kind of brush up on your tips for your next trip, or if this is your first time going to Disney World, we'll have you covered either way. Yeah, this is a topic that's changed a lot over the years. We're going to talk about specifically where it's at as of October 22nd, 2023. Yeah, Disney, so at the time of recording this podcast, Disney has announced that there are changes to the Genie Plus system coming for 2024, but um, we're talking about it at the present moment. And really, the mechanics of it should be the same. What Disney has said is there's going to be the ability to kind of plan things um, in advance of your park day, which is different to now, which we'll get into. At the end of the day, Disney changes everything. All the time. <laughs> That's very true. Walt's Walt's words live on. The parks will always continue to grow, expand, and be different. <laughs> Nothing will ever stay the same. Don't get used to it. But here we'll talk about where it's at now. That's true. Yeah. So I guess first up, we'll talk about like a little bit of a background on Genie Plus. So Genie Plus was introduced at Walt Disney World in 2021. Um, it was the solution to replace what had previously been FastPass before the 2020 closures. Um, each, as it stands right now, each morning of your park day, you are able to add on Genie Plus. And the premise of it is it allows guests to skip the lines on select attractions in each of the parks. The cost of it varies right now per day. We'll get into like what the cost of it is like today as an example, but Depending on which park you're attending and the crowd levels, that cost is going to be different. But you'll need to purchase it for each person in your party that is three and over. So if you have a toddler or a little one, you, of course, don't have to worry about that because they, of course, are free at Disney until they're three. Disney states that the cost officially begins at $15 a day per person. I haven't seen it at that cost in a long time. $15 um, a day. Okay, so... Going into the app, $15 a day is usually Animal Kingdom. It's always going to be the lowest one. Right. The highest one's always going to be uh, Magic Kingdom. Hollywood Studios is actually similar. Like today, the price for the multiple parks you can buy it into all parks is $27, which is always the same as Magic Kingdom. Yeah, so one of the things that Disney... So there's been like different like kind of versions, I guess, of the pricing for it. And when it originally came out, it was one flat cost. Didn't matter if you're park hopping or if you were going to Magic Kingdom or any of the parks. Back in June, Disney made a change to depending upon which park you were going to, you would buy Genie Plus for that specific park for the day or if you're park hopping. So like Tony's saying, Magic Kingdom is the most expensive and Magic Kingdom is always the same price as if you were going to multiple parks in a day. And then it's followed by Hollywood Studios and then Epcot, and then Animal Epcot Kingdom. Epcot and Animal Kingdom are usually pretty similar. Today, and that ma- today Epcot's 19 and Animal Kingdom's 17. And that makes sense because there are more attractions to use Genie Plus on at Magic Kingdom and at Hollywood Studios. And then at Epcot and Animal Kingdom, there's less um, 
part, there's less attractions to use Genie Plus on, but there's also lots of a demand for it, like lots of a necessary need to have Genie Plus. For us, like we talked about in previous podcasts, we personally use use this service more in obviously Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios. Right. More rides, you want to make sure you get as much as you can. So to add on the Genie Plus feature, you'll log into the Disney World app each morning of your park day, and then you can begin making your first ride reservation at 7 a.m. Ride reservations are known as lightning lanes, and that's going to be the physical location you are going to go to at the ride. So let's say you are going to Magic Kingdom and you make a Genie Plus reservation for Peter Pan's flight. When you get to Peter Pan's flight, you'll see on at the entrance, there's a standby entrance and there's a lightning lane entrance. You're going to go to the lightning lane entrance because you have a lightning lane for it. I'm saying that to clarify because it's kind of a lot of confusion sometimes on well, it's Genie Plus, but what is Lightning Lane and all of that stuff. Um, then once you have your first ride reservation of the day, after your first reservation has been used or two hours after the park has been open for the day, you can add on a second ride reservation. So at 7 a.m., you can make a first ride reservation of the day for Peter Pan's flight. At If Magic Kingdom opens at 9 to the general public, then two hours later from that time when the general public is able to enter the park is when you are able to make your second reservation. So you could potentially, quote unquote, stack reservations. If you made that Genie Plus reservation for Peter Pan's flight at like 1.30, you could ha- add a second reservation for like Big Thunder Mountain at 11. Additionally, with all of this said, within each park, there are select attractions that can be purchased as a la carte attractions, which are individual lightning lanes. So these are going to be like the hottest in demand attractions in each park. And those cost $10 to $20 per person to ride that one attraction. Um, At this time, it is Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, Tron Light Cycle Run at Magic Kingdom. And then over at Epcot, it's Guardians of the Galaxy. At Hollywood Studios, it is Rise of the Resistance. And at Animal Kingdom, it is Flight of Passage. Um, for the individual lightning lanes, you're going to make a specific reservation time when you purchase that one attraction. So now that we've kind of broken down what Genie Plus is and how to use it, what do we think of it? What do you think of it as a Genie Plus loving guy? Um, it's a must have. At Magic Kingdom and and Hollywood Studios. Yep. Yeah. Those are the two parks. Like it, it, it comes down to rides. Right. If you want to ride the most amount of rides, you basically have to utilize this at some point. And for us in Magic Kingdom, we we typically don't buy any lightning things, do we? Mm. I think we just kind of kind of use the park no. where we go to. We had it in the movie. we hadn't in the past with Tron. Now we probably will buy. Yeah, we hadn't before because it was Seven Dwarfs Mine Train before. And that's when we t- we typically don't we can live without. So once our girls like what, yeah one. like once our girls get bigger if it's still a lightning lane yes we'll probably buy it but um we probably we buy it for Tron with that said though it kind of like alternates for us because we buy we love Genie Plus like a lot of people are like I miss the fast pass system I get that we miss it too because fast pass was free if you don't know but at the same time we're all working with what we got here and I think Disney does a really good job with Genie Plus of kind of managing it. When you compare it to the cost of like Express Pass over at Universal Studios, which is like $135 a person per day, it's like the cost of Genie Plus is minimal, you know? 
yeah, you can pay for as much as you want to pay for. But either way, you can ride all the rides. Right. You just got to utilize this. And for us, and it, it's everybody talks about, we don't want to go back and forth all the way across the park six times over. We, you kind of have to if you want to. Not if, necessarily. I mean, it depends on which, if you want to ride stuff with a little weight. When you're, and when you're using Genie Plus, you're able to pick that part. You're able to pick that reservation time. So like I said, you can make a reservation time for Peter Pan's flight at 1.30 and then plan to be in Fantasyland all around that time and hop on Summon or, or hop on um, Small World and things like that while you're over there. And one of the other changes too is you can change the time now on that. If it accommodate yes. the time and manipulate that, that's one thing that they changed just probably a year ago. Yeah, that's a good point. So if you um, if you bake a reservation for like Peter Pan's flight at 1.30 and then you're like, you know what? I actually don't want to be in Fantasyland at that time. Um, you can tap on the reservation that you have and then hit modify and you can go back in and see what other times you can or schedule Or you try for. to squeeze one before that. I think it's like true. push that one later when you're, you know, just push it out later and you can ride something before that and you can get double up on there as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, I think Disney has done a lot of like good things to like modify the system. I don't think that anything that they've changed has been a negative, especially because like, so, for example, like Tony and I have said, we don't use Genie Plus at Magic Kingdom. I mean, I'm sorry. We don't use Genie Plus at Epcot or at Animal Kingdom. But with that said, what was the cost at Animal Kingdom today? 17 So, Animal Kingdom today is 17 Epcot is 19 Hollywood Studios is 24 and 27 at Magic Kingdom. So, I still wouldn't... Like, at Animal Kingdom, I just don't think you necessarily need it. At Epcot... If you bought Epcot, why would you buy it? <laughs> I guess the thing is, if you go on Disney's website, you can look at, if you type in Genie Plus attractions, you can find the attractions that are included in each park. If you have younger kids that you know are going to want to ride Test Track and you don't want to wait in line for it because Test Track gets a really long line, kids like famously love that ride. Um, if you want to skip the line for that like frozen's a mile long every time remy's can get i mean because there's not a whole lot so frozen and remy's are both on it would make sense because you definitely don't want to go back and forth walking across that park yeah that's true it makes sense to if you had kids and you want to make sure you get those rides done yeah and and the thing is too is like okay so we don't use our experience with it is we don't use genie plus at epcot or at animal kingdom with that said we always purchase individual lightning lanes at Epcot for Guardians of the Galaxy Boom. and at Animal Kingdom for Flight of Passage. Going back to Guardians, though, the, how many? How do you how do you get the most amount of rides for Guardians, and how many times could you possibly ride it one day? You can ride it up to three times, which we haven't done. We could have. <laughs> We've done it twice. We've done it twice. We usually buy it and then we get the and the virtual queue. The virtual queue for as well. The third time is if you have after hours for the Luskus. right and we had it one time like we had made a virtual queue for it but we were with some friends and we were like no nah, we'll just hang out with them we ended up writing remy's and frozen and we had no wait for that so and the drop for that is at six yes yeah, 6 p.m other than that when we are at hollywood studios if we don't get slinky dog first thing in the morning well that's basically what we try to do. try to get slinky dog first thing in the morning yeah the first ride <laughs> At Magic Kingdom, we try to get Peter Pan's flight, right? At Magic Kingdom? Either, yeah. And then over at Hollywood Studios, we always try to get Slinky Dog. Both of those attractions 
famously like book up very quickly. Um, and Peter Pan's flight, if you don't have a Genie Plus reservation for that, the line can get very, very long. So we always try to do Peter Pan's flight in the morning. Typically, Tony is the one that makes... I think Tony's Peter the, Pan's, always the one that Peter makes Pan's a Genie Plus really reservation. really never goes down unless you're going to write it close to or around fireworks at, at fireworks. Because right now, I think it's 100 and... <laughs> Right now it's 95 minutes, and that's pretty much standard. And the parks have been really crowded because there's a lot of um, kids on fall break right now. But, yeah, that's a pretty standard wait time. So we typically try to go into, if you listened to last week's episode, I talked about how we um, start our day at Magic Kingdom by going to Adventureland. We'll, like, hop on Pirates of the Caribbean or go to Tiki Room. And then our first lightning lane is usually a little bit later because we try to stack them. Um, and it'll be for Peter Pan's flight. Yeah, usually when we walk in the park, we, like I said in previous podcasts, we don't rope drop typically. Right. Magic Kingdom currently. So when we walk in, we usually have two rides that we have ready to go 30 minutes an hour when we get in there. Yeah. Yeah, we're usually, well, like, the park opens at 9, we usually get there at 10. So we can make our second reservation at, like, 11. But by the time we get on our first ride, our first Genie Plus ride... We already have that second one already booked. The rule with Genie Plus 2 um, is that you um, can make another ride reservation for a ride once you have checked in at the at the checkpoint for individual lightning. The touch point? Yeah, the touch point. So like you Which can be up to two per ride. Yes. You can ask them and they'll tell you if there's another one if you really want to find out yeah so like so like for example peter pan's flight you go get into the to the lightning lane line you scan your magic band or use your phone if you're using magic mobile and then you um just stand in line and as you're standing in line like tony said you just can make your second ride reservation i remember the first time we were there it was fast passes back then but um we were on small world and like we were sitting on the ride and I think we were stopped or something. And you were like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm making another ride reservation. <laughs> because it can, it can get addicting. Like I always say that Tony is like addicted to Genie Plus, especially at Magic Kingdom. This is a world that we've been programmed to live in. But yeah, like it's I... It's hard not to do. I love... It's like a game. Right. <laughs> I love going and I love... I won. I got one. <laughs> I got one. I like, like I say, I like to plan everything on the front end. Once we get there, I like to just kind of go with the flow. And Tony's the one that like kind of like does our Genie Plus day. In Magic Kingdom, though, I typically have to tell Tony like, hey, like, let's slow down. Like, there's... Even though you got everything booked, it's, it's itching He's in your like pocket trying to, to modify to things. not pull out your phone and try to see, is there something that we're missing? Can we get a, adjust that time just to try to tweak it and get one more in there? So like, yeah. So like we love Genie Plus, but I will say that. Like I don't, I don't like being on my phone the whole time. You have to make a conscious effort to not do it or you will do it the entire time. Yeah. I don't like, as, I don't like us being on our phones the whole time we're at Disney because Disney's our favorite place in the entire world. And why you go there to get away from the real world. Right. So, TVs and phones. My biggest tip with it would be to use Genie Plus to make your ride reservation and then put your phone away. Like, if you have Fast Pass or if you have Photo Pass, you don't need your phone out to take photos. Just like put your phone away and like enjoy what's around you because you can be so consumed with trying to make this next ride reservation that you miss over a cast member who's making a Mickey head out of leaves on the concrete or. 
Like, there's just so many magical things that happen at well, Disney. All day long, what are we doing? We're scrolling on our phones. We're just killing time. Yeah, we're not looking at it, what's around us. And that's exactly the opposite of what you want to do there. Right. So it's like, you're going to miss stuff. You're going to miss rides. It's not going to be perfect. You're not going to get everything you want to do. But it is what it is. Yeah. You're going to have fun in the way. And you're making memories, not being on your phone. Yeah, and Disney, you know, like, like the Disney World app, if you've never been to Disney before, like, that's really your lifeline. Because there's, you can get physical park maps at each of the parks. Um, but there's also a map on your phone that you can use in the Disney World app. Um, there is, like, let's say you're trying to find out where Be Our Guest is to go eat there. You can actually, like, tap on it and get directions to it. Um, there's, you can mobile order on it. You can use Genie Plus. Well, it changes all the time. Now there's a slide button. If you go in there, on click on your park, and then there's a little slide button that says, I want lightning lanes only, and then it'll show you just the rides that have lightning lanes. So they're putting new stuff on this thing literally every couple of months. Yeah, and, and, and like, people's biggest complaint is that a lot of people's biggest complaint is, A, FastPass is free, but B... You can't plan it out in advance. So you used to with the fast pass system, you would wake up pre-COVID. You would wake up. You would wake up at five a.m. if you live in Central Time. Um, six months before, which sounds so crazy now. Six months before you check in to make your dining reservations, and then sixty days before check in, you would make your fast pass reservations. Which to me, I didn't like that. Like. I didn't like the fact that I was making ride reservations for two months from now because I didn't know what we were going to want to be doing that day. We're doing food. In two months on a Thursday in Disney, I'm having Thai food because I know I'm going to want Thai food. <laughs> you know, Disney doesn't even really have Thai food. That's so interesting to think about. But I know what you mean. Yeah. It's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to want a burger at six o'clock, three months from now. But I can <laughs> see the bur- I can see like the food thing more than like the reser- like the park reservations. And that's what people's biggest complaint is with Genie Plus is you can't plan anything out in advance. Um, as someone who's a Disney travel planner, I feel like I'm I am more laid back with it than now than I used to be in that, like, why do I want to have all those reservations in advance? But if it's your first trip, I get it. Like, you want to make sure that you get everything in that you can. So Disney has, like I said, is going to be modifying the system to where you can make changes um, or you can make plans for your park day in advance of your park day. But that'll be coming for 2024. Well, now they have AI that can plan your day. True. We ha- this is something we don't have experience personally in the park, but with AI now, you can go in here and click my day, and they can create. A we've recommend- done we've done that before. Of, a day of what they think you get the most done. Yeah. So the genie system actually has like kind of like two parts to it. So there is technically three. There's the genie service, which is free. Anybody can use the Genie portion of the Disney World app and you can go in it and plan your, kind of plan out like, okay, I'm going to be at Animal Kingdom on this day. Of course, obviously right now you have to have park pass reservations, but that's changing for 2024 as well. And then you can put in there your preferred attractions. If you're going to Animal Kingdom, you're not buying Genie Plus, you can still look on the um, genie portion of the app and it'll kind of it's supposed to route you around the park avoiding wait times so it's supposed to show you when dinosaurs supposed to have the lowest wait time and all that stuff so speaking of wait times from our experience what we've learned what we've seen are they accurate um i think that depends on the day so we've seen multiple things for the most part well first thing in the morning when the rope drop happens and all that chaos happens 
they're not accurate because they can't tell how right. many people are flushing into that until like you know 20 minutes or 15 minutes and then they'll the wait time will be pretty darn close but we've also seen too that Disney will kind of flush people certain parts That's of the what park I was say, if yeah. there's 75 percent of the people on you know 10 percent of the park they're going to kind of fluctuate things on the apps that kind of make you go kind of scatter at the park a little bit but for the most part the times have are pretty pretty close there's nothing that's way off i mean if it's way off in our disney critiquing style it's like 10 minutes yeah i agree i've seen like i've seen some people say that like the wait times have been very skewed but like tony said i think that a lot of times that's if um for example pirates of the caribbean we hopped on pirates of the caribbean one time there was no wait time because the attraction had been down we just got in the standby wait for it, and there was we no. That. that was, yeah. that was a pro tip plan. Don't skip over. That was strategic. <laughs> yeah, it was down, folks. It was down. We hung it. You can do it. Hang out a little bit. Sometimes it comes up right away, and we got lucky. We were about five or ten minutes of just hanging out in that area. It came up. Walk right on. Yeah. So I'm sure Doesn't people saw like often. people were looking on the app, and they saw oh, there's like a. A fifteen-minute wait for Pirates of the Caribbean, yeah. and then they ha- they ran across the park to yeah, go get happens, on. It's a, then it goes to fifty minutes in about four minutes. Because that's happened to us too. Because um, after so typically, Magic Kingdom so Magic Kingdom's always open after Happily Ever or after um, yeah after Happily Ever After the fireworks show in the evening, and we love to ride Space Mountain at night. So we walked quickly because you're not supposed to run. We walked quickly. It was almost a skip. Yeah, it was, it was almost a skip. It's magical. <laughs> we walked quickly over to Space Mountain. When we were walking over there, we passed like, the kids. We beat we, the kids <laughs> yeah, we did. We actually we actually walked quickly in front of right them. Right past them. Um, we looked on the wait times, and I think the wait time was like 15 minutes. When we got over there, we actually ended up waiting in line for like... Over an hour easy. Yeah. So with that, the wait time was off, but it wasn't Disney's fault on that. It was the fact that just a ton of people surged that area of the park at one time and went straight to that attraction. It's like another thing to like kind of keep in mind and research and keep an eye on this tip before you go. Like look, look at rides and see what's the normal wait for the ride. And you get familiar with that. So that way when you're looking around, you're like, okay, well, that's typical, you know. Right. It doesn't matter there. But if you see one, like, that's probably not going to happen all day long. Go ride it. Yeah. And I think, too, like, if you tap on, so, like, so, for example, like, I'm just looking at the Barnstormer right now. It'll show you, like. <laughs> Same all day long. Yeah. It'll, it. <laughs> it'll show you kind of, like, the nope. times that the ride is supposed to have, like, less of a crowd. Four people until close. Okay. <laughs> so like but see like at 8 p.m like it starts to like taper off fireworks that's all of them. yeah but i mean like so if you tap on the name of any of the attractions in the disney world app it'll show you kind of like the typical wait times so i i like i don't know i think like i feel like it just gets a, i don't know i just feel like genie plus gets a bad rap and it shouldn't now you can make this and use this to the fullest and ride them all or you know it just depends on how much walking you want to do i definitely zigzagging you want to do i definitely i will say this i definitely think purchasing genie plus is i don't want to say essential but i do like is in the two parts that we do you have to well and if it's your first trip you don't have to if it's your first trip like if you're someone who's like not typically like you're not usually going to Disney if it's your first trip. If you think that this is going to be like your once in a lifetime if trip, this is a one and done. I'm buying it for every park, right? <laughs> or if We're you have, all the money, or if you have a, a shorter visit and you're like park hopping, let's say yeah, you only I'm have three waiting. days. 
I'm going to buy Genie Plus for all days. We end up, like I said, we end up spending money every single day anyway, because either we're going to buy Genie Plus or we're going to buy the individual lightning lane for one for the attractions in, in the parks that we don't get Genie Plus for. So moving out of kind of Magic Kingdom, how about Animal Kingdom? What about This is it? one we don't buy it in. Right. But the one thing we always buy is Avatar Flight of Passage. Mm-hmm. That one stays over 100 minutes from time it opens to the time the place yeah. closes. So that one, we just we don't want to wait in that line because it's a monster. So well, that but the we, only... always, we always purchase that. Yeah. And if you buy, like, so if you don't know, like, the only way to skip the line on Flight of Passage is you have to buy the individual Lightning Lane. For those attractions that are individual Lightning Lane attractions, it's kind of like a one or the other. They don't have Genie Plus and individual Lightning Lane. You have to choose, like, okay, I'm going to pay for the individual Lightning Lane or I'm just going to wait in the standby line. Yeah, and they don't, there's not. There's not a ton. I would say if you want to ride Navi River Journey, maybe, because look at the wait time. The wait time. Navi hovers around an hour consistently. So going over the time, like, yeah. So Navi River Journey is always basically an hour. Yeah. Um, Safaris varies. Right now it's 25. It could go up to around an hour. Kyrie River Rapids stays pretty low for the most part. Nobody rides Kyrie River Rapids. You tell us what it's rated. <laughs> Expedition Everest, that one you do not need to buy no. anything for. It, that one's if it, even if it has a thirty minute wait, it pretty much consistently moves because of how fast they're loading and right. how fast it's riding. So that one, it, we've had a long line. It just it always it consistently moves. And then when you ever you get into the queue, you want to look around, but then it moves so fast you don't even get to see. Anything. Yeah, that's actually one that you actually want to kind of like wait in the standby line for anyway because it's a really cool queue. When you get to the end of it, yeah, they have actual like artifacts and pieces of clo- like I don't know, clothing but like canteens and stuff that from the mountain that people have left up there yeah expedition Everest is supposed to be themed to um a to everest mount everest and like tony said there's there's a lot of like historical artifacts and stuff that have been found on the mountain supposedly disney works with a organization that kind of clears out mount everest each year and um like um dry bags and sleeping bags and all kinds of things like that are actually in the queue it's really cool so you kind of want to wait in line for that one and then last but not least the dinosaur dinosaur now is only 10 minute wait. that one we have bought before sometimes it gets up there but we like it one day yeah. one day it'll be gone indiana jones yeah dinosaur is supposed to be re- being rethemed to indiana jones eventually. eventually which will make us sad because we love dinosaur as it is but dinosaur also has a really cool queue i guess that is the other thing about genie plus if you buy genie plus you're going through you basically like get in you walk into the lightning lane entrance and then you're really skipping the queue because you're just going straight onto the ride so some attractions like dinosaur or expedition everest or um peter pan's flight has a really cool queue you miss those cues. You miss like like Peter Pan's flight has kind of an interactive cue in parts. You miss those things because you're just going straight onto the ride. But it's a give and take. Do you want to stand in the queue to experience it and wait in line? Or would you rather have more time to ride rides? If it's your first time to Disney, if it's going to be like maybe a one and done trip for you, skip the line. Well, I think that's how we navigate sometimes. Like, you know, we haven't even seen this queue before, so we're right. not going to buy a lightning line because we actually want to see what it looks like. And, you know, once you know what's in it, you want to look at it all. You another know, just go cue. Jump on and be done. Yeah, another cue that we love too is um, Big Thunder Mountain because it's really fun inside. 
Big Thunder Mountain's queue outside is miserable because you have to wait in the sun. But once you get inside, it's really fun. Um, so that's another one that like is a really fun queue too. Moving to Hollywood Studios. So we usually buy it on Hollywood Studios. Yes. Um, there's a couple rides that never go down. And a couple that you can buy. Eh, well, say Rock and Roller Coaster kind of never goes down. Right? That's, right. That's one that we typically will buy. Or not buy. We'll get a Lightning Lane 4. Slinky Dog. We say we, that we like to get one first thing in the morning. Try to get yeah. one just right out of the gate. Star Tours. Usually say it's pretty late. You can kind of walk on that one. Rise of the Resistance. We have purchased in the past. Individual Lightning Lanes for. But our last strategy is if there's two Phantasmics, we go to the second one. I mean, mm-hmm. you can almost walk on rides during that because a lot of the younger crowd or the, the babies get taken home <laughs> to night night and the second one. So That's you can gonna always. That's going to be our babies. Mm-hmm. Hey, the story's going to change. <laughs> Toy Story Mania. That one hovers around an hour. That's what I, do you think it's consistently an hour? Do you 45, think it's... 45, I was going to say 45 to minutes, yeah. It usually doesn't get any more than that. Yeah, really anything in Toy Story Land. Like, what about Alien Swirling Saucers? The line... We love Alien Swirling Saucers. If it's over 25, just wait. Yeah, I was going to say, that one typically drops down. But Toy Story Mania and Slinky Dog never really do. What about um, Tower Twilight of Terror? Twilight Tower of Terror is... Right now, you can still buy uh, Lightning for 725. It's an 85-minute wait. This one varies, too. It goes down a lot as well. Yeah. So that one's kind of, you can do whatever. Most likely you can write, you can get down in either way. We don't, we've ridden Tower of Terror once. Like, that's one you want to like see the rides, queue, though, but too. Yeah, that's true too. So if you haven't done it, just wait in, the, wait in the line and look at the whole entrance and all the way through. When we went on Tower of Terror, was Genie Plus around then? And did we have a lightning lane for it? Or did we wait in the standby queue? We've only done it one time. I know, and I don't remember what trip it was. So folks... Another tip. Don't listen to what everybody says about rides. Again, we always talk about this. We didn't ride Tower of Terror two, three trips. Yeah. we were scared. Yeah. We were scared. <laughs> and then we rode it, and we were still scared. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, you've got to ride everything at least once. I Okay, so Tower of Terror, <laughs> like... We don't like the drops. Straight drops. <laughs> yeah, like so... A backstory for me on Tower of Terror is when I went to Disney with my family when I was younger, um, my brother and my mom and I like waited while my dad rode Tower of Terror and the line for it was like hours long. Like it is now, it's 85. Yeah. And I feel like it was like a three hour long wait. Maybe it wasn't. But I think my mom took us to either, I think my mom took us to Brown Derby and we went and ate. Because my dad was in line forever, and my brother was so worried about my dad, and my dad swears that is like his favorite ride. Like, so when he, we first started going to Disney, he was like, "Do you ride Tower of Terror?" And I said, "No," and he was like, "You've got to ride Tower of Terror. You've got to ride Tower of Terror." So he, so we were like, "Okay, Dad, we're gonna ride Tower of Terror." So we rode Tower of Terror, and the whole time I was like clenching on for dear life because it's a free fall. Oh, I was double. I was double. Well, it's not, it's d- not a free fall, but it feels like a free fall. It's not a free fall because it pulls you faster than gravity. Yeah. But the queue, like like Tony said, the queue for that one is really cool. What we said going into that, I said, I'm not, I'm riding this ride. I'm going to see the queue no matter what. Even if it's just one time riding this thing, we are doing it. And the, the intimidating and thing about Tower of like Terror. High school girl. <laughs> yeah, the intimidating. So get a photo pass so you can get those pictures. <laughs> <laughs> the 
The intimidating thing about Tower of Terror is like Tony said, the ride actually it's so when Disney Imagineers were creating the attraction, they were like they wanted to work with an elevator company, but they're like, hey, we need you to do the opposite of what your company does. Like, so we we want an elevator that give falls. us the shaft and give us a big oversized elevator and we'll do the rest. Yeah. And then they realized like in the they wanted it to pull you down faster than gravity. So that's how fast you're falling. But the biggest thing with Tower of Terror is that Tower of Terror actually has a randomized like sequence. So you never have the same uh, like drops. So it, that's what's intimidating about it. Yeah, you never, you can't, there's nothing you can expect. No, and the first time we got on it, we like got on and Tony was sitting up against the, back, the back cage. Row, yeah, I was yeah, I had hands in the cage, hands in the, yeah. hands in the room. And I'm sitting in the middle, and there's a British guy that was sitting next to us, and he was like, oh, is this your first time? And I said, yeah. And I was like, I'm, we're really nervous. And he was like, oh, I hate heights, but I make myself go on this every time. And the whole time, I'm like, ah! Like, just screaming the whole time. And that is pretty much it. Yeah. On that ride. <laughs> so moving on on this, you can also use all these for shows. Um, you can even do Fantasmic. You can't. No, uh, no, you can't. No, you can't. You can't. Frozen. Uh, you can do a Frozen. We've never used it for any of these shows. You don't have to. Just, no, and like, to. I guess Indiana Jones is closed right now. Um, You can use it for the shows. Like, you can also use it for character meet and greets. Like, um, to meet Mickey at Town Square Theater in Magic Kingdom. Or meet Minnie at Red Carpet Dreams in Hollywood Studios. There's a lot of different character meet and greet locations that you can skip line for, so that could be a good use of it too, depending on the day. Most of the time, you can find time to meet the characters. It's not like a long wait, but um, if you happen to be there on a busier day, then definitely like consider that. Also, the other thing is, if you're going to Disney around the holidays, would you buy Genie Plus for every park? Even Animal Kingdom, because like the wait times are gonna shoot up because of the holidays, but then also the price is still up. Still do for the same two parks, and I don't know. I don't think Animal Kingdom would ever be in need for it. True. I think a lot of people even skip that park or the half day park. I'm making a face. Either way, like Epcot, that's where we're going next. And I mean, there's so much, so much on here, but most of it is the shows on here. But if you put in the. yeah, they're mostly just shows and yeah. the land pavilions. Yeah, and I guess, like, you can, one of the things you can also do is when you're going, so let's say you are at Disney the week between Christmas and New Year's, and you're like, you know what, I don't want to buy Genie Plus for Epcot and for Animal Kingdom because I don't think I'm going to need it. If you show up to Epcot and you see that the wait times are like 110 minutes, for all of the attractions, you can always buy it once you're in the park. You don't just have to buy it at 7 a.m. You can buy it anytime throughout your day. You just can't stack them if you do that. Yeah, I guess you can't stack them. Well, I guess you could still schedule them for later or something like that. But but I'm saying like you could still bypass the lines if you want to. Yeah, we've never done that because we just know which ones we want to. But yeah, right. it's a good thing to know that you still could buy it. You can buy it halfway through your day. Yeah, so on in Epcot, I mean, there's only a well, continuing ad rides now but um so we do guardians we usually get that one twice uh-huh. right at right that one twice and i could see i could see getting this one too like if you if you go at the main entrance and you're passing spaceship earth 
that's a mile long line every single time. So that'd be good and a half if you didn't want to come back to that area. Right. Because right now it's a ten. It, 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 at the end of the day, it's a it's a five to ten minute all day long because everyone's in the back with all the the food and everything. So this one stays low. But when you're walking in, if you want to get all these done, soaring over California seas with Nemo, everything in front there, Mission Space, and you didn't want to come back, I could see getting it. You yeah. Can get everything in there because that's it, everything is crazy in the morning there. Yeah. You do reverse order and come back later in the day, which we've done a few times. And the thing that I like about Genie Plus rather than Fast Pass, when Fast Pass, when you used to make reservations for Fast Passes like 60 days before you got there, you could only choose, like, each of the attractions was broken up into a different tier. So there was like tier one attractions, tier two attractions, tier three attractions. And you could make a Fast Pass reservation for one of each tier. So it was kind of hard because, okay, at Magic Kingdom, you could make um, a tier one attraction and let's say you chose Big Thunder Mountain, but you also wanted Space Mountain. You couldn't do that. So with this, you're able to kind of like, are you able to walk into the park having three reservations for the day? No. But at the same time, you're also to make able to make these ride reservations easier, if that makes sense. I think, but I think the thing that people don't like is like, if you don't want to use a Genie Plus system, sometimes if you're waiting in that standby line, people can like, for example, on Peter Pan's, or I'm sorry, on Pirates of the Caribbean, they tend to like have like, like let all the Genie Plus people go in front of the standby line. So that can make the standby line longer, but it if just is what it the is. you're standby line, when you go in, say the, the 30 minutes and you walk in, and it, like the time changes five minutes, so we see like a, a lightning lane come through. Here comes four. <laughs> here comes forty-eight people. Like right. that time is not accurate anymore. I don't know because certain it shifts so much now because you can drop lightning lanes. People can shift times, so maybe it's not as accurate anymore. But For the wait times, yeah, because you, you can move stuff now too. So yeah, I can see how it's not. You know, as spot on, but for the most part, they're close. But yeah, that's the most annoying thing when you're actually like, okay, cool, we got a solid thirty minutes. And, <laughs> oh, there's eighty-seven people. Well, we might as well get a coke or something. We're gonna be here an hour. Yeah, and the wait times, like it, the the lightning lane times, are are always in five minute intervals. So like five thirty, five forty, five thirty-five, five forty, five forty-five. So, like Tony said, it's kind of like five-minute intervals, but they've got to manage to fit in both Genie Plus customers or guests and standby line guests. And you also have one. a five-minute buffer where you can go five minutes prior to that time currently, right? Ten. Ten. Yeah, ten minutes. Which most people, I feel like, do. One thing that we haven't or talked right about. right on the money, right on the time. Yeah, and one thing we haven't talked about with Genie Plus is the experience redemption pass that you get. So, let's say you have a ride um, at a ride reservation for Lightning Lane for um, Pirates of the Caribbean. And let's say you're in line for Pirates of the Caribbean, you have the Genie Plus reservation for it, and all of a sudden the ride goes down. Funny, I was when we were just talking about Epcot, Guardians is down or down. And that's one ride that ne I've never really seen have no. gone down. You can you can guarantee, I think, I don't know if the stat was, a ride the resistance goes down, I think on an average three or four hours a day or something. Yeah. So you can guarantee, that's just one thing to keep in mind too, when you... Make, if you want to make sure you ride that one, I would definitely guarantee try to buy it, buy it or or uh, keep an eye on it because it's going down at some point. Yeah, Rise of the Resistance has so many like technological like components to it. There's animatronics on it. And there's so many different things that it does unfortunately go down a lot throughout the day. 
Um, but most of the other attractions don't really go down. So if let's say you're you're on Guardians of the Galaxy, since Guardians of the Galaxy is currently down, you're on Guardians of the Galaxy, you had an individual lightning lane for it, you're gonna get an experience redemption so pass to come back. Right. If you're in line for it or if you're on the ride itself. Oh, I am both, okay. Um, you're gonna get an experience redemption pass on your like magic band or in the Disney World app to be able to use for any other attraction in the park throughout the day with the exception of let's say you're on peter pan's flight and it goes down that doesn't happen but let's say it you're did. not getting tron yeah you can't get tron but like in for in the instance of guardians of the galaxy because that is an individual lightning lane attraction then you could use that to ride it again later on during the day so basically disney's making right the fact that hey you were on this ride you equal or less of value yeah, you were on this ride and it went down. That's our bad. So come back and ride it later on or ride any other ride. And you don't have to have a reservation for it. You can just go use that on any Another attraction. thing I would say is don't ever be afraid to ask for something. Disney, all they can say is, no. eh, can't do that. But Politely that, that's, asked. That's never really happens. Like, unless something just completely off the chart but they're gonna make they're gonna they're trying to make you happy yeah the I mean, last been times where we had some kind of ride issue or lightning lane or something i don't even know if it was even our i don't know what happened but basically was, they made something happen that they didn't even have to do yeah so um if so if a rainstorm comes through and you have a reservation for something so like big thunder mountain for example we had a res- ride reservation for a rainstorm came through and big thunder mountain closed we just went to guest services because we basically like it, it was showing in the app that um, we just didn't show up for the ride. But the reality was the ride was closed, so we couldn't get on it. We should have gotten an experience redemption pass. We just went over to guest services, which is any of the blue tents in the park. And um, those cast members were like happy to like override that and make a ride reservation for us later in the day. Yeah, so if you need a lightning lane and you don't have one, just go ask them. You, all they can say is no. You know, just try, try it once. I mean... You know, you may get something for free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, our, on our <laughs> first... Kidding. If you didn't have it, they, they're probably seeing something. You're not going to get it. No, no. Like, you can't get something for free like that. Don't listen to Tony. Um, but you can, like... Uh, yeah, you can politely ask if, like, there was an error in the system or something like that. And they're more than happy to accommodate you. They're so you used know? to seeing it all day, every day. It's nothing new. So, I mean... With that said, too, a lot of times, you can also... Um, let's say you make a ride reservation for Big Thunder Mountain. You kind of have a 10 minute window like before or after to get in line for it. That's Disney's official policy. The reality is, is they will probably let you on to the attraction past that 10 minute window. So if you're like 20 minutes late or something like that, they'll probably let you on for it. The only ride that they're very much sticklers about it is Tron because people try to kind of like push the wait time on Tron to be able to get on there like in the evening time. It's supposed to be a cooler ride to ride it in the evening. So that's the one that like, hey, this is the cutoff. You missed it. You missed it. You know? I know. You know. <laughs> we know. Now you all know. Yeah, now you all know. But that's what we got, folks. Yeah, so hopefully we've like provided some tips for you for your next trip to Walt Disney World on using Genie Plus, whether you've been a million times and you've used it in the past or you're going for the first time. But that's going to do it for this week's episode. And as always, please be sure to give us a follow at the Double Dose of Disney podcast on both Instagram and TikTok to keep fun rolling. And please leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform that goes so far to help us continue growing our audience. So we will see you right back here next week. See ya.